that's pretty much it for um, <laughs> pretty much the whole show there. We went <laughs> straight into the lowdown where we talked all things Apple event. Like I mentioned, we talked about a wide variety of a bunch of other stuff, <laughs> but <laughs> I messed up the recording. So we're just giving you the meat and potatoes. Right, 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 right. You're listening to the Snob OS podcast, the podcast for Apple snobs. Yo, this is Terrence Gaines, aka Brother Tech. And this is Nika Monford, aka Tech Savvy Diva. And you're listening to only <laughs> the Snobowitz Podcast. The podcast for Apple Snobs, where we talk all things Apple and then some. So <laughs> I've switched up the intro a little bit because we are not doing video this week because we recorded a whole show yesterday and my mic was on mute. So <laughs> <laughs> We are back to make sure we give you an episode this week because important, important stuff happened this week, but we'll only be doing it via the podcast. So we want to thank all of our longtime listeners and also our Patreon fans, because I'm pretty sure without the Patreon fans, we probably would have took an L on this week and didn't even record it. But since we got people looking for those episodes and they're supporting the show we want to make sure we give you something anyway. So we definitely want to thank all our Patreon fans. If you want to become a Patreon, uh, a little as little as $5 a month will give you access to our live taping. It gives you access to our pre-show if we don't mess up the recording. <laughs> <laughs> and it also gives you access to the Discord chat where we talk all things tech outside of the show. So we definitely want to thank our Patreons for that. If you want to become a Patreon, please go to patreon.com forward slash snoboscast. So without further ado, we're not we're going to cut to the chase. No catching up, no background information. We're going to go straight into the show because this is going to be an abbreviated show for this week. So uh, we definitely wanted to bring you a show because Apple had their iPhone 12 and then some event this past Tuesday. So they announced a HomePod mini. And they announced some iPhone 12s, probably the most iPhone 12s that they've ever announced at one event. And they had some additional features that we're going to talk about. So let's get right into the Apple event. So again, the first thing that they talked about was the HomePod Mini. And what the HomePod Mini is, is a smart but smaller and less expensive HomePod um, for your home. Now, the reason why this is a little bit different, again, like I mentioned, it's smaller. Uh, it's more of a sphere shaped. If you can imagine the HomePod was more of a cylindrical shape, a little bit bigger, a little bit bulkier. Uh, the HomePod mini is definitely smaller and it's in more of a shape of a sphere. It has all the same high end, super technical audio features that you would expect from an Apple product with all those super special names that. Apple just comes up with, <laughs> but at an affordable price of just $99. Now, this is beneficial for Apple because now at that $99 range puts it in competition with your other home smart home speakers like your Sonos, like your Google Home, Google. I think it's called I think they call it Google Mini as well and the Echo devices. Mm -hmm. So now you Apple has a comparable device in the market. Uh, some of the features that they touted during the Apple event 
is the ability to run an intercom. So if you set these different HomePod minis up in separate, separate, separate sections of your home, you can actually speak to those devices and say, hey, it's dinner time. That message will go throughout all of those HomePod devices. In addition to that, with the new um, HomePod mini technology, you can also do that intercom to multiple mobile devices. So in addition to the HomePod mini, you can actually send that intercom and it'll work on iPhones, Apple Watches, and I even think iPads. So any iOS device will also get that message if you send it out via the intercom functionality. I don't think it works for uh, MacBooks, even though those are considered, I guess you can consider a MacBook a portable device, but I think it only works for the iOS devices. So your Apple Watch, your iPhone, and your iPad. So that was the main feature for the HomePod Mini. Probably the last feature that I'm going to focus on with the HomePod Mini is the idea that you can, it integrates with HomeKit, right? So you can say, I mean, this is nothing different than the original HomePod, but they've added some def, some additional features to HomeKit functionality. So normally you could say, hey, you know, and say Siri, because I don't want to say her name because all my devices are going to light up. But you can, <laughs> you can say, hey, device, um, play speakers in the living room or something like that. But the cool thing about it is, it recognizes each person's voice. So if I've got, for instance, my family, we've got five members in the house. If I come in and say, hey, device, uh, play my exercise playlist, it's going to recognize my voice, go to my account and play my playlist. Now, if my wife comes in and says, hey, person, um, uh, read my read my messages, it'll recognize my wife's voice and actually go to her account on her device and read her messages. So if my kids come in and say, Hey, send my friend a message, you get it. So someone, someone. So that's the cool thing about, um, uh, HomePod mini. That's a little different than previous, um, previously, you know, announced with the original HomePod. So, uh, that's what uh, Apple announced for the HomePod mini. So I guess I wanted to ask you, is this something you'll be interested in? Cause I don't recall if you had, uh, smart home speakers in your home before? So I don't have any smart home speakers um, in my house, but I am interested in um, in the 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 HomePod Mini. Um, they, they 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 seem to be because I'm familiar with Siri and in, in how Apple works. So I I feel that it's less intrusive than you know, say an Alexa or some of the the other devices. Plus. Um, we didn't get any new audio um, uh, hardware from Apple on this event. I was expecting like over the ear, um, the AirPod Studios or maybe an update in the AirPod Pro. And since we didn't get any of those, I will probably get a couple of the HomePod minis. Um, I have like a, a three level townhouse. So I'm spending a lot more time in the office these days since we're working from home. So I'll probably get one for, for the office and, probably one for the main floor on the kitchen area and then maybe one for upstairs where the bedrooms are. So I think I'm probably going to get a couple of them. Okay. Okay. Again, I am uh, all Sonos out. Um, I did get a little in my feelings when so uh, Apple pulled the audio devices from their online store, because of course they want to put their devices front and forward. Um, but 
the main thing that I use Sonos for, in addition to just being a whole home speaker, is I use it for my home entertainment. So my televisions in the uh, family room and in our bedroom are connected to Sonos soundbars, which provide the main audio for my televisions, in addition to being home home, home house audio. But the problem with that is I also use Echo devices. I've got those cheap Echo Dot devices that are in the family room in all the bedrooms. So we use that as the intercom. So I'm, again, a mismatch, mosh posh, whatever you call it, of two different services. When, in theory, the way Apple is, looks like it's turning to be, uh, you could use your HomePods for all those different functionalities now. I'm still sticking with Sonos until Apple comes out with a HomePod mini that can connect to your home theater and serve as the primary audio for your home theater. Now, if they do that, Apple comes out with a, I don't know, Apple bar or HomePod soundbar, something, you know, I'm not very creative, <laughs> so I'm pretty sure <laughs> Apple can come up with a better name. But if they come up with a device that is a HomePod, that uses that connects to your TV for home theater, then I will seriously consider consolidating and just going with Apple because I don't want to use all different apps. I don't want to do all separate, you know, services. Mm -hmm. My family is already familiar with Apple devices. They already have iPads and iPhones and Apple watches, and we already have Apple TVs. So being able to consolidate all that stuff will definitely be interesting for me. So that's it. Just wanted to give y'all the heads up about the HomePod Mini. Um, I wanted to let you know again that the HomePod Mini is available in white and a space gray color. Again, it's for $99 and it is available um, now. I think it yep, is. It's yep. Out now. Yep, yep. So you can definitely go to Apple's online website and check out the HomePod Mini right now. All right. So that is it for the HomePod Mini. Let's move into all of the iPhone news that what Apple everybody made. came for. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so first and foremost, Apple announced the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 12 Mini. Now, of course, the main announcement, the main attraction to the iPhone 12 release is 5G. So Apple did this big thing at the event where they brought on the guy from Verizon, and he talked about all the cool things that they're doing with 5G. Uh, luckily, 5G is available in my area. So one of these devices that hopefully I can get my hands on in the year 2020, uh, <laughs> I will be able to take advantage of 5G. But that was the main thing that they touted with the iPhone 12 release is 5G is coming across the line for all the i12 devices. So like I mentioned before at the top of the show, Apple has announced four iPhone 12 versions. So you have the iPhone 12 and you also have the iPhone 12 mini. So let's talk about those two right now. Um, basically, they have the newest processor chip, the A4 Bionic chip. Um, they have the dual camera system on the back. So you have the telephoto and the wide photo lens on the back of both devices. They have Apple's new Super Retina XDR display, and they also have a new ceramic shield front cover for the front glass. So this is kind of like the step up from, if you remember, uh, Corning's Gorilla Glass that all of the devices used back in the day. Well, Apple, this is their, according to Apple, again, this is their step up from Gorilla Glass. 
that's supposed to be, you know, two or three times more durable. So it protects your phone if you drop it out of your pocket or from a low height area. Of course, you can't get on a ladder or go to the second floor or second flight of the building and drop it off and expect it to do anything special. But if you're just doing normal wear and tear and it drops out of your purse or out of your pocket, this ceramic shield is supposed to be more stronger and more scratch and crack resistant than your average Gorilla Glass. Uh, some of the additional features are the colors uh, for the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 12 Money Mini. It comes in a red. It comes in a blue color. It comes in a silver. It comes in a traditional space gray or space black. And it also has a green color. So those are the colors available for the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 12 Mini. Uh, some... They're kind of like a lighter kind of pastel-y colors. Not as pastel as... What was it? I think the XRs when they came out, they right? Had like a range of colors, right? These are kind of in that same vein, but a little bit richer, right? So, if if, that makes sense. yeah, yep, you're actually right. It comes in blue, green, black, white, and product red. So, the product red color, I don't know if that's a different color, but of course, anybody that purchases the product red, it goes to some of Apple's uh, philanthropic efforts. I can even get that efforts. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Uh, in addition to that, let's see, uh, did I miss anything? They've got all the cameras. Um, like I mentioned the chip, uh, the display. Oh, the iPhone mini is a 5.4 inch device versus the iPhone 12 is the traditional 6.1 inch screen. So the iPhone 12 mini being a 5.4 inch screen with 5G makes it the smallest production smartphone in the world with 5g so if you're interested in a smaller pocket size device that still has some of the same features as some of the nicer devices the some of the bigger devices rather you can definitely take advantage of that uh, both of the iphone 12 and the iphone 12 mini have a industry leading ip68 water rating for resistance up to six meters for up to 30 minutes so if you put your iPhone in water for 30 minutes, it can survive up to six meters deep and, of course, protects against everyday spills, including coffee and soda. Uh, let's talk about the cameras a little bit. Uh, it has an ultra wide uh, camera and it has the um, wide, wide and ultra wide cameras that have a aperture of 1.6, uh, 27 percent more light in low level situations um, improve photos in any environment, so on and so forth, you know, so you can expect the uh, iPhone 12s can actually shoot in HDR video quality with Dolby Vision. Now, I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> Some of you <laughs> camera people can tell me what that means. I think for the layman's better camera. <laughs> yeah, I think in the context of general knowledge, I think it's like you can actually shoot uh, high quality, like content ready, uh, visuals that you could, you know, that are probably good enough for TV. Because if you think about like Dolby sound, mm -hmm. like you hear that a lot when it comes to like different speakers or whatever. So I think that's what it's like. It's just saying, because I think in the announcement, in the announcement, the, for this portion of it, they have like an actual filmmaker, like using it to like record, like a movie or a short or something. So 
I think that's kind of what it means right. in non-technical terms. Right. I don't know. So, <laughs> look, I'm just going to read this. So, for all of our tech people who are actually listening or to all, all our photogs who are actually listening and want to know what it is because I don't. <laughs> I'm just going to read it. <laughs> iPhone 12 features the first camera to shoot HDR video with Dolby Vision and is the first and only device in the world to enable an end-to-end Dolby Vision experience, allowing customers to customers to easily capture, edit, and share cinema-grade videos natively on iPhone. Dolby Vision grading is processed live while recording and sustained during editing, whether in the Photos app or in iMovie, and playback on the iPhone 12 is more realistic than ever on the industry-leading Super Retina XDR display. So if that makes sense to you, more power to you. <laughs> it don't make sense to me outside of, oh, it's going to be better. <laughs> All right. And um, that's pretty much it for the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 12 mini. Again, the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 12 mini will be available in 64 gig, 128 gig and 256, 256 gigabyte models. Again, they come in the blue, green, black, white and product red versions. The iPhone 12 will be starting at $799. The iPhone 12 mini will be at $699. Uh, that's the starting price if you pick the um, the lower end 64 gigabyte versions. Uh, if I've got this correctly, iPhone 12 uh, and 12 mini, no, iPhone 12 will be available starting for pre-order. Is that this Friday? Um, for pre-order, which be will and it will hit the streets next the following Friday. The iPhone 12 Mini won't be available until November 6 for pre-order, and then be available on the streets the following week. So, uh, I guess the question is, and I already know the answer, but for the public, uh, is the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 12 Mini something you would be interested in, or do I need to wait until the next section? That would be a negative. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, for people who just need an iPhone without all the fancy schmancy stuff in the other uh, upcoming announcements, or if you need a pocket-sized iPhone, definitely check out the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 12 mini. But I think what we specifically Wait, did are... you do prices and availability? Yes. Yes. Okay. Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. they... Yeah, yeah. So moving on, um, the iPhone 12 Pro... And the iPhone 12 Pro Max. So these are the quote unquote pro versions. Uh, there's also the larger versions. So for those who want the higher end cameras and they want a overall larger device, this is probably the section that you want to pay attention to. So again, like I said, the iPhone 12 Pro and the 12 Pro Max come with all the things that I mentioned on the iPhone 12 and 12 mini. You got a four bionic camera, the ceramic shield uh, screen protect the uh, glass screen they come with you know all the fancy cameras but in, in addition to that the iphone 12 pro and the 12 pro max come with a lidar scanner which uh, is a specific camera on the rear on the rear of the camera that senses depth and can measure depth uh, in the area and it comes with the additional camera so it has the three cameras on back then we'll get into the cameras a little bit later. So uh, like I mentioned, the iPhone 12 Pro and the 12 Pro Max have the ceramic shield front cover. 
They do all of the IP68 water rating. It does all of the things that I mentioned for the 12 Pro, I mean the 12 and the 12 Mini. But in addition to that, they come in a stainless steel housing on the exterior of the device. Uh, of course, we're not on video this week, but if you go, go to Apple's website and go to the iPhone 12 Pro and the 12 Pro Max, they have beautiful, shiny stainless steel outer housings. And those colors come in white, uh, come in black, has a gold version, a gold finish, let me say, and a I want to call this a midnight blue finish for the outer steel stainless steel housing. So, of course, stainless steel housing not only looks prettier, but also <laughs> protects it from, you know, scratches, you know, the average that that you wouldn't find on the average iPhone 12 and 12 mini, which are a aluminum outer housing. So uh, in addition to that, the iPhone 12 Pro and the 12 Pro Max, let me get down to uh, the cameras. Again, they have 5G. They have the same processor. Um, they have the beautiful Retina XDR display that has, uh, let me go through some of the um, uh, resolution the iPhone 12 Pro Max specifically offers the largest display ever with a resolution of nearly 3.5 million pixels for a remarkable true-to-life viewing experience. These OLED displays bring the HDR video content to life, reaching 1200 nits peak brightness. So an additional feature, the iPhone 12 Pro and the 12 Pro Max have OLED displays versus the traditional XDR displays that are found on the 12 and the 12 mini. So the camera system, again, I'm just going to read the camera stuff because in my mind, the 12 pro and the 12 pro max have better cameras. So I'm going to actually read this for all of our photogs and video junkies. The world's best, best pro camera is even more versatile tool for all levels of photo and video enthusiasts with a state of the art camera hardware powered by the a 14 bionic together with a new image signal processor, the A14 Bionic drives increased image quality that and enables powerful computational photography, photography capabilities not possible with traditional cameras. iPhone 12 Pro models also feature the new Apple Pro Raw coming later this year, which combines Apple's multi-frame image processing and computational photography with, a, with the versatility of a raw format. Users can experience full creative control over color, detail, and dynamic range natively on iPhone on or with other professional photo editing apps. So again, take that with you will. Um, I will say the um, iPhone 12 Pro and the 12 Pro Max has three cameras. It has the wide camera, it has the ultra wide camera, and it has the telephoto camera. So those are the three cameras on the back versus the two that come on the 12 and the 12 mini. Uh, the iPhone 12 Pro Max has an even little bit better camera than the 12 Pro. And I'll just go ahead and read this for you again. iPhone 12 Pro Max takes the Pro camera experience even further. The new 1.6 aperture wide camera boasts a 47% larger sensor with 1.7 pixel million pixels for a massive 87% environment improvements rather in low light conditions. It also includes the expansive ultra wide camera and a 65 millimeter focal length telephoto camera for increased flexibility with closer shots and tighter crops. Combined, 
this system offers five times optical zoom range. So the optical zoom is going to be better. Low light situations are going to be better. And also, I remember reading something that the image stabilization on the iPhone, the iPhone 12 Pro Max will be better than the iPhone 12 Pro model. So again, they have the LiDAR scanner, the LiDAR scanner on the back, which senses field depth, depth of field rather. So the, even the low light uh, shots are going to be even better because the LiDAR scanner can sense uh, surfaces and give that back to the iPhone, which will give it even better images, even in low light, in low light situations. Of course, all of the iPhone 12 devices come with iOS 14 installed. The iPhone 12 Pro and the iPhone 12 Pro Max will be available in 128 gig, 256 gig and 512 gig models. If you remember the iPhone 12 and 12 mini start at 64 gig. So the 12 Pro, 12 Pro Max start at 128 gig. They come in graphite, which is the gray or black color. They come in silver. They come in gold and Pacific blue. The iPhone 12 starts at $999 and the iPhone 12 Pro Max starts at $1099. Now, just to make sure for the pre-orders, they don't come pre-ordered at the same time. The iPhone 12 Pro will be available for pre-order this Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. So at the time you're listening to this, you probably have hopefully have already tried to pre-order the 12 Pro and it'll be available in the streets the following week. The iPhone 12 Pro Max will be available for pre-order on November 6th and it'll hit the streets the week after. So I guess the question after reading, going through all of those iPhone models, uh, which are you interested in? Are you interested in the Pro or are you interested in the Pro Max? So I have already put in my pre-pre-order for a gold 256 gig okay. iPhone 12 Pro. Okay. All right. All right. So um, I was a little perplexed uh, coming into this week, and I think I've kind of solidified my choice. I have the iPhone XS Max, and it's the larger of the devices when they came out at 6.7 inch screen. The iPhone 12 Pro has the 6.1 inch screen, which is a little bit smaller than what I'm currently using. Uh, the iPhone 12 Max although has the 6.7 screen. So normally if I were to stay at the same size, my initial thought was, well, I'll just get the iPhone 12 Pro Max. The problem with that is I don't want to wait until November 6th. So if I want to get a phone sooner than later, specifically pre-order uh, this week and have a dev new device in my hand next week, I would have to step down to the iPhone 12 Pro. But the, the thing that I don't feel as bad as doing that if I decide to go that route is because I have an iPhone XR as well. And the iPhone XR is roughly the same size and the same screen size as the iPhone 12. And so after playing around with the iPhone XR for a couple of times this week, I figured, you know what? It ain't going it's not going to be that much of a downgrade in the screen size. And since I don't have huge, large hands, uh, I think the iPhone 12 Pro will be the one I go for this week. So I will definitely be following your footsteps and setting up my pre pre-order uh, for tomorrow in hopes to get a shipping date. Like I mentioned <laughs> sometime in 2020, hopefully it's next week, but at the very least sometime this year, because again, Corona 
and, you know, it's putting a strain on product availability and more people are going to be ordering online because you really can't go to a lot of Apple stores because they've shut a bunch of them down due to coronavirus. So uh, we'll get into it a little bit later. So we'll share some tips on how you could possibly make sure you get your phone sooner than later. So uh, that's that's pretty much the gist of all of the iPhone announcements. Now, some of the things that I didn't announce is um, a couple things, right? So the first thing is none of the iPhone 12 devices will be shipped with a earpods or they will not be shipped with a power outlet. So the little brick that you use to plug into the wall, according to Apple, that's going to save on environment, save the environment because they're not cranking all those things out. Um, I can only attest for myself, but I'm pretty sure that you probably have a bajillion of those wall outlets laying around the house. So uh, not having the and the earpods, maybe like I said, I've got earpods as a backup in my bag. I've got earpods as a backup in my car. So, you know, all these little wireless, I've got a pair of earpods. So if those do die, I've got a bunch of earpods laying around. So I'm not tripping that it doesn't, the iPhone 12s will not come with a wall outlet, a power adapter rather, or the earpods. So what say you, are you looking for, are you bummed out that those won't be in the box or do you care? No, I have like three or four, um, you know, AirPods, you know, I, you know, you have work phones and you have multiple phones and, you know, I really don't use them anyway. Mm -hmm. So when I left work back in March, you know, I had already planned to like shut it down. So mm -hmm. I didn't leave anything at the office. And so when I was leaving, um, I noticed I had like four sets of AirPods. So I just put them like in individual, like baby like clips mm -hmm. and so now they're like in my desk down here so i have a ton of those which don't really work with the current phone that i have anyway right i really just use them on my you know to take calls from work on my work laptop because i don't like the big headset that they have right that we have for work laptops so that's pretty much what i use it for and again like power bricks all over the place so right it doesn't make any never mind to me. You will get the USB C cable, so that's pretty much okay. Yes, so it'd be lightning. I think it'd be lightning the USB C. Yeah. Yep. yep. So, uh, so, but as a silver lining, since those products will not be in the box with the iPhone, uh, you can purchase those separately, but they'll be a little bit cheaper. So, if you go on Apple's website, like you do need an additional power adapter and you do need a pair of earpods as a backup. You can purchase those for $19 a piece instead of the traditional $29. So if you do need those, you still can't get them. And Apple said, you know what, we'll hook you up and make them a little bit cheaper. So definitely check that out. Um, the last thing I wanted to announce that I didn't mention in as one of the main features for the iPhone 12 is MagSafe. Uh, MagSafe has came come back uh, to the iPhone and it has come in the form of a magnetic coil that's on the back of all of the iPhones that not only can enable you to do wireless charging better, but it actually mag is magnetized and will automatically physically connect and create a, a secure connection to your iPhone for uh, even better charging. And in addition to that, uh, Apple and some other manufacturers are coming out with MagSafe accessories. 
So if you go to Apple's website, they have all, of course, they have the new cases that are compatible with the iPhone 12s. But in addition to that, they have a couple additional features like a tiny wallet that you can magnetically secure to the back of the iPhone or to the back of the iPhone. I mean, I guess the MagSafe approved cases that you can snap those to the back of the case or the phone and you can have a secure connection for things like your credit card, driver's license, you know, some additional money, things of that nature. They've got on the website one of the cool little um, cases that has a window for the time. So it recognizes that the case is in this. Uh, it recognizes the phone rather is in this case and it'll just show the time. So you can see that um, I think Apple mentioned Belkin is coming out with like a car um, uh, dock that you can mm -hmm. actually use the MagSafe and just uh, attach it quickly for a secure connection to this phone dock or car dock that's so you don't have to worry about all those grips and things trying to grab the side of your phone. It just uses that MagSafe capability. Uh, one of the final things that Apple also announced is their MagSafe Duo charger that utilizes this MagSafe technology and you can charge both your iPhone and your Apple Watch in nightstand mode using this MagSafe Duo Charger. So I guess I wanted to ask you, are any of these devices, are you interested? Are you going to add these to your bag for your pre-order or are you just going to wait and see what all different um, manufacturers come out with with accessories? I think I'm just going to wait and see, you know, what comes out um, because um, I know... Uh, I've been a big proponent of the um, the Air Power Mat mm -hmm. that was announced a few years ago right. that never came to fruition, much to my chagrin. And um, I think the the MagSafe, uh, what is it, charging duo yeah. or duo charger? Mag MagSafe duo charger. That's kind of their compromise right. on not producing the air power mat. Mm -hmm. So I, I think I'm going to wait and see what else, you know, uh, comes out um, because there may be an actual third party vendor that comes out with something similar to what I was looking for with the, um, with the air power mat. So mm -hmm. I'll hold, I'll hold out and, and see what comes out. And if nothing, good comes out that I want to purchase and I'll probably get the, the duo charger. So um, you make a, you, you made a good point earlier. That's something that caught my ears that I wanted to discuss. Right. So in the box with the iPhone, it won't come with a uh, outlet a power brick. It won't come with ear pods, but it will come with a lightning to USB C cable. Does that mean that automatically out of the jump, that my iPhones will not be compatible with the traditional USB-A power adapter? Does that mean I'll have to automatically, in order to charge oh. up my device, will that mean I have to then find on Amazon or go to a retail store if you're willing to go out? Uh, will I have to find a USB-C uh, wall outlet? Will I have to automatically buy one that comes from Apple? Well, that again. I think you will because why would you have a USB C, you know, on one end and a US USB A on the other? That right. just doesn't sound right. Right. So I think they 
my my initial thought was, oh, they're they're not including it because you already have so many. But do you really? With the, yeah, because they're coming out, they're providing you with a USB-C cable. Right. So you would need a USB-C power brick. Right. For it to go into. Right. So Does I everybody think it makes me being cheap? <laughs> well, well, my, my I guess the original point was, well, you don't have to worry about a brick because you've got those laying around. Do you have a USB-C power brick laying around? I do, but it's... I have one for my iPad. Exactly. Bro. That's just what I was going to say. I have... I have only one. I can only charge one at a time. Exactly. I have a USB-C uh, power brick for my MacBook, and I have one for my iPad, but those are specifically for my iPad and my Mac. If Dedicated I want... devices that you need to keep charged. Exactly. So it sounds like out of the gate, Either Apple's being cheap or they figured out how to pump more money out of us. Do we have to go out and buy these power bricks? Most people will go ahead and add one to their bag when they pre-order their iPhone, you know, just so they'll have it, you know, on day one. There are some people who, like I said, they may just do the swap, the switcheroo while their iPad is not charging. They'll plug up their iPhone, so on and so forth. But I think most people will probably figure out and say, oops, how do I charge this thing? And then they'll run out and purchase one if they haven't yeah. already thought about it. So I, I just, it just popped in my mind. Yeah. How's, I hadn't thought about that right. because you were so wrapped up in the fact that, oh, we have plenty of these things laying around so mm-hmm. we can just reuse one of them. Right. But I don't think we're going to be able to. Now, what may happen, um, which I haven't heard any confirmation, I haven't done any research, maybe they'll put two cables in the box but i don't i haven't heard anything that even would even mention that apple would have a regular lightning cable to usb a which is just the traditional usb uh port and a lightning usb c but i think i don't think that's going to be the case if i if it would make sense if they did because it's just practical but apple has never been practical (laughs) So, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. But again, maybe oh, this is. Yeah, I'm looking at the website and it says what's in the box. Mm-hmm. And it has the iPhone and it has the lightning cable to uh, lightning to USB-C cable. So yep. you have to have um, a, a lightning uh, power brick. Yep. A, a USB-C. I mean, a, power. Base, a USB-C uh, power brick. Yep, yep. Yep. Which, again, Apple has known for forcing people to adopt new standards. You know, when they forced us over to lightning, uh, now they're forcing us over to USB-C. Uh, now with the appearance emergence rather of the MagSafe, maybe in an iPhone 13, it won't have a port, no cable, no cable at all. It won't have any sort of charging port port. You will have to connect to a MagSafe or uh, Qi, a QI, I think it's, it's spelled QI, it's QI but it's but Qi. It's yeah, Is Qi. Is that how it's pronounced? I want to I wanna say Qi compatible uh, uh, wireless charger. So just be, just make a note of that if you are looking at an well, I iPhone. I have a few of those, so yeah. maybe that's what I'll use instead. Uh, right, 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 right. Because um, most people have those. So, you know, I have a bunch of them. As a matter of fact, <laughs> maybe that invalidates what I just said <laughs> because I do have two or three of those uh, Qi compatible chargers laying around. So yeah, I um, I think I have a couple. Yeah. I've got one at my desk, one at my nightstand. And I think I have another one uh, 
Yeah, one at my desk, one at my nightstand, and then I have just one laying around. So all that yeah, to say, one in my work bag, and I think one still in a box somewhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, get those ready. If you don't have one of those, and you don't have a USB C uh, wall port uh, brick, get ready to run out and buy something. But uh, it sounds like we'll be okay even still. Yeah, I think we'll be we'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right. So just make a mental note if you're listening to this show, you may have to spend a little bit more money uh, to get your stuff ready. All right. So I think that is it from the show that Apple actually announced at the show. Um, I wanted to get your opinion on some of the things that we were expecting, but Apple did not announce at the show. Uh, For instance, there were no air tags. Uh, For those who don't know, the air tags were the tile like devices to where you can put those in a bag, a wallet, purse, suitcase, and you can use Apple's device network to actually locate those devices, which will then, of course, locate the bag or suitcase that they're uh, situated in. Um, AirPod Studio was supposed to be Apple's wireless over the ear headphones with all this super califragilistic Apple technology, like having no left or right headphones. So whichever way you put it on your head, Apple is supposed to recognize this is the right ear, this is the left ear and adjust accordingly. Uh, also, there was no Silicon Mac um, that, you know, Apple announced this new Apple Silicon processor that they're just moving away from Intel and creating their own processor in house. That would be for their MacBooks, you know, lineup. Uh, finally, there was no ProMotion display on any of the iPhone 12. So for all your video video nerds, no 120 hertz refresh rate. For any iPhone 12, whether it be the iPhone 12 Pro or 12 Pro Max. And for those who don't are not familiar with 120 hertz refresh rate, think about when you use your phone and swipe between your home screens or you're on a website and you're scrolling up and down. That smoothness of that scroll is that 120 hertz refresh rate. I think right now uh, most devices have a 60 hertz refresh rate. I think some people were kind of upset that. Apple didn't bring 120 hertz refresh rate to this generation uh, iPhone devices. So I guess I wanted to ask you, out of all the things that Apple didn't announce at the Apple event this week, what are you most surprised at? I'm most surprised that um, we didn't get any um, audio other than the, the mini, but I don't really consider that so much audio. But the fact that we didn't get any AirPod Studios, the fact that we didn't get a a refresh of the AirPod Pros, especially since we discussed last week how Apple pulled all the third-party audio um, devices from their store. So that, to me, when we talked about it last week, I was like, oh, we're definitely getting some audio products. Nope, I was wrong. And I'm still not 100% sure why they pulled those since they didn't introduce a device. I'm not sure if they had planned to and something didn't quite come through or if they never planned to anyway. So um, I think those are the two biggest things that I um, was surprised that we didn't see. Um, I know uh, that with the air tags, we've been, that's been kind of bouncing around for a while. And that's probably one of those things that they don't necessarily need to have an announcement for right. or an event for. Right. They can just drop those and say, Hey, go buy them if you want them. It's not anything. You know, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So, so I'm interested to see if they will drop the Apple Silicon, um, the Mac Silicon, uh, you know, later this year. But 
we're already so close to holiday time. Right. If they haven't dropped it already, to me, it seems unlikely. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like they're running out of time. Uh, but maybe Apple, like you mentioned for the AirTags, maybe they just dropped the Silicon Mac. But it sound, that seems like something they would have an event for. But who knows? Again, they're running out of time. Maybe they'll just drop it. Uh, the two things that I was surprised the most that they didn't announce, I would have thought they would have announced the ProMotion display with the 120 hertz research, refresh rate in the iPhone 12 Pro Max only, not in the 12 Pro, not in the 12 or the 12 mini, just in the uh, 12 Pro Max to give you even more reason to pay for the larger device because it's bigger, it has a bigger screen. So you could possibly squeeze that extra functionality into that device, which I'm kind of glad they didn't because I really would have had to bit, bite the bullet and waited. <laughs> I want a phone now, but if that promotion display would have been in the 12 Pro Max, I probably would have waited. But I'm glad it's not there, so I don't have to wait. <laughs> and exactly. uh, right, and the AirPod Studio. I think I was surprised that they didn't announce that a Apple branded set of wireless over the ear headphones. Of course. Apple owns Beats and Beats has their Beats solo wireless over the ear headphones that supposed to be com competition to like Bose and um, Sony that has their top of the line over the ear headphones. It would have been nice to have an Apple branded high end over the ear uh, wireless headphones to be even more competition for Bose and the like. So uh, I definitely would have been interested in buying those. But again, I guess. That's good for my pockets. My pockets right. is happy <laughs> that the AirPod Studios did not release at the same time as the iPhone. So uh, that's that's I guess that's my my um, overview of what they didn't announce. So definitely, if you're interested in any of the iPhone 12s, definitely let us know what which one are you looking at. Are you looking at the pocket size one? Are you looking for iP iPhone 12 regular? Or are you looking for one of the Pro or the Pro Max devices? Definitely. Drop us a line and let us know what you're interested in. So that's pretty much it for um, <laughs> pretty much the whole show there. We went straight into the lowdown where we talked all things Apple event. Like I mentioned, we talked about a wide variety of a bunch of other stuff, <laughs> but <laughs> I messed up the recording. So we're just giving you the meat and potatoes. Right, right, right. right. So before we get out of here, though, we do want to do the hookup. We have some pretty good ones this week. So I'll go ahead and start first. The um, a lot of people, when they are looking to uh, buy a new phone, they're looking to trade in or sell their current device. Um, I've run the gamut. I've dealt with Craigslist. I've dealt with, you know, eBay. I've dealt with Facebook Marketplace, which is, in my opinion, the worst. And I also have dealt with third party apps uh, to sell my devices on my own. Um, the problem with selling the device on your own is you have to list it on all these different sites and you have to deal with scammers and you have to deal with people like, for instance, like I mentioned, Facebook marketplace is the worst because people always try to lowball you no matter what you list on Facebook marketplace, whatever price it is, it could be the best possible price. People will come on there and their first question is, well, can I get it for less than like if I put something on Facebook marketplace for $20, they'll come on and say, uh, will you take $5? I'm like, no, I won't take $5. It's already cheap. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> I was getting, let me get off my, my tangent here. The best and easiest way that I've noticed is to trade in your device. 
Uh, don't but don't trade it to Apple because Apple will lowball you. The website I want you to check first if you want to trade in your iPhone without having to deal with the, the hassle of trying to list it and not worrying about getting lowballed at Apple is go to MacOfAllTrades.com. From my research, from me actually listing my devices, they have traditionally consistently given me the best trade-in value for my iPhone. So for my iPhone XS Max, I've decided I don't want to deal with trying to list it on eBay or Craigslist or list it on social media. I'm going ahead and going. I'm going to go ahead and list it on uh, Mac of All Trades. Get my value. I've already got it locked in. So when I finally get the iPhone 12 Pro, I'll be able to pack up my iPhone XS Max and send it directly to them, and they will either send me a check or for a small processing fee they'll put it directly into my PayPal. So if you're looking to trade in your device with all the, without all the hassle, definitely go to macofalltrades.com. All right. So you also had a uh, hookup for this week. Right. So it won't necessarily be beneficial um, for anybody who is looking to get uh, an iPhone uh, 12 or uh, iPhone 12 pro. Um, because by the time you hear this episode, we will already be in Friday and you will have already um, pre-ordered your phone more than likely. But for those of you who are interested in the iPhone 12 mini and the iPhone 12 Pro Max, you can pre-pre-order your device. So what you need to do is to open up the um, Apple um, App Store on your iPhone choose which um, phone you want and choose which way you'd like to pay. So that way you get all the paperwork out of the way. You get to, you validate your phone number and it already puts it in your, um, um, puts everything, it makes everything uh, queued up. Right. So all you have to do when it's time. So at uh, 8 a.m. or well, probably 7.55 in the morning, I will open up um, the App Store app, and there's already a card there waiting for me um, to uh, to complete my order. And all I have to do is click on that button, and um, I'm all set. All right, all right. So I actually did this as well, and I want to point out a couple things because this was tip was so good because I want to definitely get my phone as soon as possible, and any shortcuts I can get are the better. So this is definitely a good way to actually. Technically, basically, you're adding your device to your cart. So when it's time to pre-order, you just go ahead and go to your cart and check out. Two things I wanted to uh, highlight is I could not get the device in my queue unless I selected a installment plan via the Apple card. If you just want to pay for the phone outright, and use something other than an Apple card or the Apple installment plan, you won't be able to do this pre-pre-order. You have to order, you have to select the installment plan. Now, of course, once you get the device and orders complete, you can go ahead and pay for it in full yep. via the Apple card or, you know, do some other switcheroo thing to get it paid for. But you have to do the installment plan in order to queue up your uh, pre-order. Uh, another thing I want to announce is the cool thing about it. Once you get it completed, you can actually add a Siri shortcut. It'll give you the option to where it'll add a shortcut to where you can just say, like Nika mentioned at 755 when you're ready, 
You don't even have to open the Apple Store app. You can say, hey, Siri, order my phone and it'll automatically open up your app, take you directly to your cart and then you keep going. So that's something I wanted to highlight as well that, like I said, I'm using all the shortcuts as possible. So at 7.55 or 8 o'clock, I can just say, hey, Siri, order my phone and complete my purchase. Definitely want to check that out as well. So yep, yep. definitely once you do make your pre-order, definitely drop a drop us a line. Let us know which one you got. So in uh, those same means, definitely want to thank you for listening to our abbreviated show this week. Uh, definitely download, rate and review us. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify. You can engage with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at SnobOSCast. Definitely shout us out. Let us know which device you pre-ordered. Definitely you can watch us on YouTube at SnobOSCast. Again, not this week, (laughs) but you can go look at some of our previous shows at SnobOSCast. You know, be sure to like and subscribe and hit the notification bell so you can be notified when our Duke videos do go up on the site. Uh, definitely you can leave us comments and suggestions we're on the web at snoboscast.com and also you can drop us a line via email we're at snoboscast at gmail.com finally 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 again we want to thank all of our supporters via patreon we call them our snobbists if you want to become a supporter of the show or you can go to patreon.com forward slash snoboscast and for as little as five dollars a month you get access to our pre-show content so content you won't find on the actual recording you'll get access to the live show so you can get access to the show as we're recording it get that heads up information like for instance if you were listening to our show before i messed it up <laughs> you would know that you can actually pre-order and use the you know nika's uh pre pre-order uh trick to actually order it ahead of time and you get also access to our discord uh, live chat community to where we talk just in general whether it be apple whether it be tech or just be stuff in general so definitely want to thank all our snobbers for that and other than that we are done for this week uh definitely look for us to be back in our full force next week and we'll make sure i do a mic check <laughs> for next week so you can definitely have the video as well but until then we are out for this week peace Bye.